Hi, this is Lucille from Horse for Horror, and you are about to listen to the fifth episode where we cover the movie Chopping Mall. Not many content warnings for this one up front, but just a big old warning uh, because we live up to our name because this movie is very horny. Um, so there's going to be a lot of talk about sex and boobs and porn. So <laughs> if you don't want to listen to that, um, maybe maybe this isn't the one for you. Oh, we have a lot of fun, though. Typical horror standard blood and gore stuff abide also, but that's mainly the big one. Um, we're fucking back, baby. Let's go. Welcome to Horse for Horror. This is a podcast where three friends get together and talk about their watching in the world of horror. I'm Lucille. <laughs> I'm Tabs. <laughs> what? I will. Huh? What? You uh, guys are real? Fuck. We're real? Uh, what the hell? Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. I've been trying to get you back for ages. Holy shit. Where have you been? I I don't know, man. I it was, I don't want to talk. I don't know. I've been... I've, I've seen some okay. things. I've eaten dirt. You got, did you get skinnamarinked? I got fucking skinnamarinked. It was fucked. <laughs> oh, no. What happened to you, Will? I was in the dirt. I was eating dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got... Tabs got skinnamarinked and, and Will got outwaters. <laughs> perfect. Perfect duality. Um, shout out to both perfect. of those movies, by the way. Both of those movies are fucking great. Shout out. Um, I like, I like those out. movies. I haven't seen one of them. I won't I, say I don't, one. I, I haven't seen either of them, and, like, the latter movie, I have never fucking heard of. Alright. Well, Lucy, why don't you uh, tell us what we're here for? What are we doing? Oh, Why did you yes. bring us back from the death? From the death? From um, the dead. I, <laughs> I got bored, and I missed you all so much. Um, I, so I want to put, put, pull back the red curtain a bit. We have been, all three of us have been so goddamn busy um over this past while and when i recorded the annihilation podcast we also had recorded a separate podcast that we were going to do as our comeback i have no idea what happened to any of that or where any of the audio went for that no one can seem to find it <laughs> so uh, actually that was just kind of actually i think i may have the files for that like the raw audacity files well Ooh, maybe. maybe we can put that out at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah bonus episode. Out. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. But, yeah, um, I decided that I, I want to bring this this podcast back, this little baby of mine, because uh, I love this podcast so oh, much. Oh, he's so cute. And, and the first four episodes, we watched some pretty good movies. We watched some, we watched some pretty good movies. We watched The Thing. We watched Saw. We watched... Well, not, uh, we watched Monster House, which was fine, and then uh, we watched, and then I watched <laughs> Annihilation. And after such a heavy episode that was Annihilation, I figured when I bring these two back, we need to get stupid. We need to get fucking. We need to get stupid. We gotta get crazy. We gotta, we gotta get, get stupid. Sexy. We gotta get. Oh, yeah. We gotta get sexy. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get. We and gotta so, get. We gotta get fucking breasted boobily. We need to get 
We need we need that. We truthfully need to. It's called a horse for horror for a reason. If there's no if there's no boobily breasting or breasted boobily, <laughs> um, then we're we, we failed our job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I took it upon myself. One of my favorite things to do with a group of friends is just show some bullshit. Some and so today bullshit. I showed, I showed uh, Will and Tabs the nineteen eighty six classic. I'm using classic in air quotes. Chopping mall. Which, speaking of breasted boobily, boy howdy does this does this movie got some <laughs> tickle biddies in it. Yeah. I hate oh that I God, said I that. forgot how many tits there were in this. <laughs> there is has, um, so has... many boobs that, as a feminist, <laughs> no, but like, there was there was some big old I don't know. There was some big old big old things. There were um, mommy milkers. Before we get into. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry we all just sorry. paused no. and looked at will <laughs> <laughs> there were no daddy milkers though uh which is a real shame for will yeah um, yeah yeah i was real sad i was crying there yeah you you literally were i think i think i remember in the screen you like burst into tears we had to pause and we were like are, are you okay are you okay and you're like <laughs> there's no fucking man milkers there's no man boobs <laughs> And I was like throwing Where shit. Where are the moobs? I, I was I was throwing shit. I was fucking. I was fucking. I was having a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relapsing. Relapses. <laughs> anyway, Lucy, why did? Yes. Why why this film? You know, I know it's silly. I know it's goofy. But what made you really go? We gotta fucking watch this one. Tell us about I... this movie. Tell us. So we're sitting here. Chopping Mall. We're listening. Tell us. Is all right. I'll tell you. Chopping Mall is a movie that I have seen before, and I've been aware of it for quite some time now. Um, it was always kind of, it's it's a it's a cult favorite when it comes to slashers, and I've seen it once before, and I had I had some fun with it, and I just. When I, coming back, I was just kept thinking about some random bullshit that we could watch. We were just scrolling through Shutter, and um, we found some good picks. But I think we ended up we ended up agreeing on Shopping Mall because it's seventy six minutes. Like it's a quickie, easy breezy, in and out. Uh, good old quickie, in and out. Oh my god, this movie kind of drags for it being 76 minutes, Yeah, though. you know, <laughs> for those who don't know bit. the premise of Chopping uh, Mall, it is essentially a movie that takes place in a mall, I know, shocker, uh, that basically gets, like, instead of just, like, normal security guards, they employ, well, I don't know if they employ them, but... They have killer robots, or as what the movie was supposed to be called, or was originally called, Killbots. Um, and it's all shot in a mall, and it the main cast of characters is a group of, like, 20-somethings who all work at the mall, who stay after the mall closes to do some, you know, 20-somethings shenanigans. 
And these killbots end up being aptly named because they do some funny little killing. Yeah. Um, I... This movie's... This movie's fun. Like, honestly, like, I would say if... Even though I said it drags a bit, it's very... It's very short, so if you're looking for something short, stupid to watch, honestly, I would say give it a shot. Yeah, and we, you know, I enjoyed it. I don't think I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is, like, such a great movie. It is definitely very, and I was right about this feeling. It feels like a porno, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and apparently that is correct because the director of this movie uh, went on to make porn parodies of movies. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, did he ever. Do you want to list off some of those titles, or do you think that it'll get us banned? I, I don't know. Some of the titles are a little... Uh, but, yeah, he went on to make, you know, porn parodies of horror films. And uh, one of my favorite things about researching, you know, like the little research that we did of this movie after we watched it was that on the Wikipedia for this movie, it talks about how the movie has uh, had a lot of film criticism and film critics have, like, you know, looked into it and have said that it is a metaphor for the consumerism and excess during the Reagan era, um, which, in my opinion, I don't think that was his intention. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The director is also the writer of the movie. He literally has said that he wrote this movie. uh, He came up with the story in 24 hours and the screenplay itself took four to five weeks to write. He said that he, uh, to the producer or uh, somebody, he said that he would direct, he would write this movie. um, If he would write it quickly and cheaply, if he could, could also direct it. And so I don't think this movie was meant to be anything other than a movie about killer robots in a mall with a lot of boobs. Yeah. Like even one of the lead actresses for this movie was casted uh, because the director uh, had a crush on her (laughs) and and thought, you know, if I could get with her by putting her in a movie, which is very you know very 80s sort of it's a very 80s movie in that obviously you know was filmed in the 80s but also just very 80s in the sense of like here's some shit fucking take it you know i can't believe stuff i can't believe he the director thought he would get pussy by making her making someone making her crush the fucking like one of the leads in his movie yeah, like... Well, why not something else that I just found out? What? The guy who made this, Jim Wynorski, uh, directed Choppy Mall and a bunch of other porn parodies. He also directed Munchie. <laughs> What's that? It is a notoriously bad uh, little alien creature family movie. Um, well? The... And I've heard of it, and I think it's been covered on some other things. Um, but yeah, it's just like it, it's just one of those infamously bad ones, um, which I did not realize that he did that. And oh my fucking god! <laughs> yeah, this movie is definitely a trip. Like, you know, you 
you don't go into this movie expecting it to be like art. You know, you don't go into this movie being like, oh, this is going to be like such a deep movie because it's called Chopping Mall, for God's sakes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but there is some redeemable qualities about this movie. Not, you know, as much as it is just like a 80s, you know, quick fucking movie that was made by slapping some things together. The effects in this movie are just mwah, chef's kiss. I mean, really, like, there's so, for some reason, most of the effects in this movie are, like, some of the best that I have seen. Mainly, not even in terms, like, the gore, there's only really one good gory kill, but the fact that all of the robots are fully mechanical. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, and that's all thanks to uh, Robert Short Productions, who, uh, as we were researching, we found out that they also worked on movies such as Little Monsters, Ace Ventura, oh. as well as movies like Beetlejuice, E.T., Predator, uh, and a lot of other, like, uh, Herbie Foley Loaded, <laughs> which is like, what? <laughs> uh but yeah, they made five robots, uh, three of which are in the movie, and two were for, you know, just in case one of the robots broke down or something. Um, I think I think it might have been two because there were two ones that were specifically blown up. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. Like, and uh, they're all... Oh, God, were they ever blown the fuck up, dude? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> all the robots are all remote control, as Lucy said, and they are just like... They're little guys. I love these little guys. They have little. I love ar- them so much. They have little arms, and there is like a few times in the movies where they raise their little arms, and it looks like they're like, "Give me a hug. I love you. Give me it a rem- hug." And it reminds me quite a bit of the way the robot in a Grand Day Out reacts at times. Um, if anyone's seen Walter Granite, like the robot just kind of raises hands in the air, just kind of waves them around a bit. It is just like moving really fast on its little treads. It's very cute. I'm just like, oh, this is, it's fun. Um, I also have to say, as somebody, uh, obviously we are all Gen Z. Uh, I'm a zillennial mm -hmm. myself, but, uh, fucking care. (laughs) I, I really do like this, the, the eighties mall aesthetic, like the fashion and like, just like the eighties mall aesthetic of this movie was obviously on point. I mean, it was the eighties, so it wasn't like they were referencing, they were just quite literally shooting in a mall, uh, in California in the, uh, Sherman Oaks Galleria, which is in, uh, Los Angeles, uh, California. And, uh, yeah, just like I, it, I, when I was a teenager, going to the mall and like hanging out for a few hours was still like a thing. Uh, um, yeah. And so it kind of like reminded me of doing that with my friends. Cause like, yeah, I'm like, like I would tell my mom, Hey mom, could you drive me and my three friends to the mall so we could just walk around and loiter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There, this movie is just very weird. Not in, like, the sense of, like, oh, like, this is so, like, what the fuck were they thinking type of weird. It's just, there are some things 
that they do with the movie that's just like, wait, what the fuck? Like, for example, like, the start of the movie, like, you are introduced, like, you're introduced to, like, the robots and stuff, and there's these two people just in the audience just, like, bickering with each other. And it's just like, okay, who the fuck are these? They're characters from a completely different movie, apparently? Not made by anyone who did and they're from the move they're characters from the movie Eating Raul, which I have never seen. Um and they're they're the played by the same actors from that movie. And they're the same character so why did they do that? <laughs> Did did, did did Jim just really like eating Raul and just like, I want these two to play their characters in my own, in my movie? Like, why are they here? <laughs> who knows? Honestly. Um, who knows? <laughs> They're just here. They're besties. Uh, uh, why the fuck are these, like, two, two random-ass characters heckling, like, this, like, big, like, CEO dude? I mean, good for them. I mean, good yeah, for them. Just yeah. like, but, like, but the other just like, hmm, this robot looks like your mother. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, are you, what the fuck? Honestly, this movie very much... Uh, part of the reason why this movie, first of all, has like such good effects and some pretty good things is that it has a budget of $800,000, which $800,000 in 1986 money is a lot of fucking money. Um, yeah. And that is... I, Part uh, that is partly due to the fact that it is a uh, produced by uh, Roger Corman, or well, it's produced by Julie Corman, uh, who is uh, the wife of Roger Corman, who uh, made monies, monies, made movies such as uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Bucket of Blood, uh, Saint Valentine's Day Massacre, and and so on. Well. I, 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 like, you say that those are probably his most well-known ones. Roger Corman, I always associate, he is the, he's a very, like, like, make a movie, make it cheap, fill it with blood and boobs, and that's gonna be good. Like, I mainly know him, like, he produced, there are so many horror movies that he's produced, like, good God. A lot of filmmakers are also protégés under him. Like, Joe Dante is a Corman protégé. Um, his first movie was Piranha, which uh, which uh, was produced by Roger Corman. But he also produced stuff like Slumber Party, Ma Slumber Party Massacre, um, and just a lot of, like, other, like, really just cult B-movies. Like, yeah, like, Slumber Party Massacre, Piranha, uh, Humanoids from the Deep, um, he, like, he's, he's, he, he's directed some stuff, but he's most well-known as being, like, a, a producer, because, my god, this man's producer credits, wanna guess how many movies he's produced? How many? Take a guess. Uh, 100. Uh, 100. Will? Uh, again, I, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll go higher, I'll go 150. 432. Jeez. Wow. The, and this man is still working to this fucking day. He's, he's still fucking going. That, this man is he's, 96 years old, and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make movies, and that's that's my life. He produced a fucking movie that came out in 2019. 
Like, that was the last time he produced the goddamn movie, but, like, he was also, he's also been in some other stuff. He was in a, do a documentary about Boris Karloff that came out, like, two years ago. Wow. Like, this man's still doing shit. He's, like, goddamn. He's also helped a lot of actors, uh, like, launch their careers. Like, on Wikipedia, says he's helped Peter Fonda, Jack Nicholson, mm -hmm. Dennis Hopper, Bruce Dern, Diane Ladd. Yeah. Uh, and William Shatner. And so, this man has just, like, had, you know, a lot to do with the horror and sort of cult films out there, I assume. Yeah. You know? And mm -hmm. honestly, good for him. Like, if I... Yeah, fucking good for Roger yeah, Corbin. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> but uh, they even reference uh, a few movies in that he has done in uh, this movie. Uh, for example, later on in the movie, uh, the main character runs through a pet store and the pet store is called Robert's Little Pe uh, Shop of Pets, which is a reference to a Little Shop of Horrors, which he also helped produce, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought yeah. was quite mm. cute. <laughs> I thought it was a little cute reference. I yeah. was like, aww. Yeah. My, um, something that I think is interesting is, is this had a, even though it was a $800,000 budget, it was a significantly less budget from a movie that came out around the same time called uh toxic avenger which if you've seen the two toxic avengers uses its budget to a fucking t because that was a five hundred thousand budget and there's so much more in this but i think the thing that makes that i think the thing that um gets um uh fucking uh choppy mall a bit more is the fact that all the robots are fully functional like like toxic avenger mostly that's just all gore but, like, Choppy Mall, no, they fucking have robots. They shot in a mall and not, like, studio lots or whatever the hell Toxic Avenger shot was shot. But this was, like, filmed in an actual mall and stuff. And there are several explosions. And, oh, my, there is one, one kill in particular. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell us about that kill, Lucy? Please tell um, us about that kill. Actually, I kind of want... Cause I was going to say, I wonder if Will wants to, because Will's reaction when that kill happened was, like, felt like he was riding some fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to try to tell us? So, so yeah, there, there, there's this character, and, like, he's running down from the, from, like, a hallway from this, uh, from this robot, and, like, like, she finally makes it back to the rest of the crew who's, like, uh in like a like a store they're like under they're like behind a glass door and they're like they're, and they're like screaming it's like come on come on it's and and she's like like she's saying and and she she she's like talking and shit and she's she's just like uh like telling them shit and then like the fucking robot uh the fucking <laughs> just fucking shoots a laser at her and her fucking head explodes yeah <laughs> It's like what the fuck. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things was when, as the the robot is shooting lasers at her like repeatedly and stuff, and uh, he had the robot has what uh, I call and what a few other people call a uh, stormtrooper aim, <laughs> because uh, which references the fact that like the stormtroopers in uh, the Star Wars movies suck at aiming <laughs> and shooting things. Uh, 
because, like, there's a lot of lasers being shot out, and, like, maybe three are landing on this girl, and, like, Lucy was like, huh, you know, these lasers don't hurt, like, they're landing on her, but they're not killing her, and then, like, five seconds later, one shoots at her, hits her in the head, and her head just fucking explodes, (laughs) and it is like... What the hell? Whoa. <laughs> One of my like, favorite things to do when watching movies with people is I know what's coming and to prepare little fucking jokes ahead of time. I love to do that so much. And I even did that again towards the end because they do like uh like a credit sequence where they have the characters like turn and like face the camera and then it has the name and it freezes and it says their name. And they're doing that for all the characters, like Barbara Crampton and all the other actors. I don't I wanna remember the actors' names because I just know Barbara Crampton because Barbara Crampton is a fucking goddess. Uh we love Barbara Crampton here. Um uh, I wanna I wanna give credit to the other actors because they also did very good in this too, and I wanna credit them. Uh we got uh Kelly Maroney, uh Carrie Emerson Tony O'Dell, Russell Todd, uh, Nick Seagal, and um, Susie Slater, who is the character whose head blows up, and they're all, for the most of they're just turning around and looking normally. Susie Slater, specifically, is the frame where her head blows up. And it's, like, it's like, I don't know why they did that, but it's fucking incredible, and I love it so much. We did mention a bit about how, like, the characters, like, mostly just kind of, like, it's very, it's a very horny movie. Like, oh my god. Um, like, but there's something to that to where it's, like, I kind of liked how some of the characters were to go, like, a couple of their interactions I thought were, I thought were kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, earlier, early on, there's, like, Interaction between Barbara Crampton and I believe, uh, I'm just, uh, between Susie and, uh, I think, uh, Allison, um, and they're just kind of talking about, like, getting together with some, with some boys and meeting up, and it felt like they were, like, actually friends, and I, and I, and I, I believe their friendship, yeah. and I thought it was, thought it was nice, and there's another scene. Yeah. yeah, and it was, like, it, yeah, and I feel like it was, like, some, like, organic, like, writing. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. sort of, like. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Like these are friends. Like. Like. Keep. Like. The, they're no, besties. No. Like exposition really. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They're besties, and there's no exposition needed. You. You just know. Yeah. It. It doesn't pass the Bechdel test at all, but it. It feels. It, yeah. it does feel like they're friends. It does feel like they're friends. It feels like they're kind of riffing with each other, and that. And that's nice. And there's another bit where um, like. There's like three people are like ha- like two different couples are having sex in the background, and then Allison and this other guy Ferdy aren't having sex, and they're just kind of watching a monster movie, and they're just sort of chatting a bit, and they're like talking, like and and there's a bit where's where where they're just where Ferdy's just like you know like uh, nothing's really happening here. I can give you a ride home if you want, Be- and because he's he's an like. He is, like, I, I'm gonna say he's a nice guy, but he's generally, like, a nice guy. He's very sweet. The rest of the guys are just super fucking horny the rest of the time. But he's <laughs> genuinely really sweet, and he's like, hey, we're not, we're both kind of out of the vibes here. Do you want to go home? And Allison just kind of looks at him and is just like, no, I'm, I think I'm fine staying here for a bit. And it's like, that's cute. It was cute. I, 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 I found it very charming. And 
also the fact that those two are the only characters to make it out alive i was just like it, it made me happy like yeah like i really like these two characters i thought they're very cute and very sweet and they and then i'm like yeah this is fun yeah uh the budget of $800,000 was really just used super well other than the effects and stuff because there was d- explosions to high heavens. Oh. Like, this movie almost leans itself into the sort of uh, action-y feeling of, like, there is just explosion after explosions and it's just... It's a lot, you know, and (laughs) it has that just feeling of like a B-horror movie that just has like a huge budget and they're like, fuck it. Let's put a shitload of explosions in this movie. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like this movie very much. Dude bro vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say this movie very much feels like a movie that was like directed by a guy who was just like, I want movie with a bunch of explosion, with a bunch of tits and ass, and that's it. That's what I want in this movie. <laughs> like, I can sort of, you know, almost guess what, like, the pitch was of just, like, I want a movie that takes place in a mall because it's 1986 and malls are a huge thing, and it's gonna have robots because it's 1986 and robots are starting to become a thing, and I wanted to have a lot of boobs because I'm a guy, and you yeah. know. And I of course, Roger Corman's gonna look at that and be a uh, quote sub nothing but supporter from the get go. He loved the idea, and I'm like, of course, yeah. Corman's gonna be like that. You tell him that, like, hey, this movie's gonna have a bunch of tits, and then we're gonna get some violence, and there he's gonna be all up in that because that's Corman shit, dude. Like, fuck, that's that's literally like the Corman motif is just like blood and boobs. You get that. You got a fucking movie, baby. It really is. And it just, I think that's what, I think that's the sort of, like, reason to sort of watch this movie. Not, you know, for the plot or anything, but just to watch, like, a stupid movie. Because that's what it is. It's a stupid movie. Like, nobody, I wouldn't say, well, go watch this movie because, you know, oh, you have to. It's such a clap. No, it's a dumb movie that... If you just want to watch a stupid movie with your friends, you know, on, like, after a night out or, you know, even just, like, maybe you don't want to go out. So just, like, pop this movie on, have a few drinks, yeah. and just fucking Very sit there and short, watch a stupid movie. With, without, cre- without the end credits, it is, like, 73 minutes. Like, you're in and out. It goes, mm-hmm. it goes pretty slow, but that's... But honestly, it kind of drags a bit, but that's more, like a bit of, like, the characters sort of just, like, sitting and thinking, like, figuring out how to get out. Like, I mentioned it does drag a bit, but I think it does use a lot of its time well because it, it like, kind of plots out these characters. It's like, okay, what can we have them do here? It mainly it mainly runs a bit slow just because there's nothing... It's not, it's not always everything's happening. Like, there are some slowdown times, but those slowdown times are more the characters just being like, what the fuck can we do? We're stuck here. How can we get out? But then, like, when it gets back in, it, like, really gets back in. It's like, okay, we got this, we're going, we're going, we're good. And, you know, to be quite honest, too, don't go into the, you know, when you watch this movie, be prepared to be like, this is a stupid thing. What are you doing? Because a lot of the times, you're just, like, sitting there like, girl, just, like, fucking don't do that, you know? Or, like, <laughs> it. they really were just, like, 
they the characters in this movie are stupid and that's what makes it good great yeah. that was that's what makes it great too like yeah. i it, it, i oh go on I genuinely think this movie, you know, you shouldn't look at it past the thing of this movie is a dumb movie from 1986 about malls, tits, and robots. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a classic it's a classic um uh, example of like 80s cheese and 80s like um mm-hmm. just just the general like vibe and um uh I guess cultural uh zeitgeist that was like popular that was like so popular at the time like sci-fi malls big breasted women yeah um um and it's definitely not a metaphor about fucking excess yeah. and <laughs> consumerism yeah. in the Reagan era. Uh-huh. I still love... That's such a... It's such a film critic thing to do. i be like, ah, oh, yes, this movie is definitely a <laughs> a metaphor for something completely deeper than it actually is, you know? It reminds me of, like, there was a time on... There was a time where the Adam Sandler movie That's My Boy was was, like, be giving a slight reappraisal for being, like, a really good commentary on class, and it's like, we're not fucking doing this. We're not fucking doing this, dude. We're, we're not doing this to that's my fucking boy. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> but um, I, I want to give a couple other things that I thought were very fun. The fact that after every single kill, the robots say, thank you, have a nice day. <laughs> I go have a nice day. It's <laughs> wonderful. Nice it's day. like after every single kill without fail, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's it's like and um aside from the head explosion, um I think my my aside from the head explosion, if, if there wasn't that head explosion, I think my favorite kill has got to go to a Dick Miller, which shout out to Dick Miller by the way amazing character actor passed away um 2019 rest in peace mm-hmm. uh man what a fucking guy um and so many joe dante works uh, if you love joe dante and you've seen joe dante movie you've definitely seen dick miller before he's been in some other stuff in this movie he plays a janitor who's in a brief little scene and he gets really mad at one of the robots and um the robot shoots at a taser on his mop water and electrocutes him and he kind of sizzles mm-hmm. for a bit and the robot's like, thank you, have a nice day. And it lays, and he lays down, and it shows his little fucked up face with smoke, and it overlays a character going, you know, smoking's bad for your health, and then cuts to a couple characters, like, about to, like, smoke a cigarette, <laughs> and it's like, um, the, we just erupted into laughter after that. Like, that mm-hmm. is genuinely really funny. <laughs> genuinely a really funny joke. Is there, I mean, anything else we can really say at this point? I think we've kind of discussed a good amount i mean i know this is a very short episode but it was a short movie it's uh, a short movie um i guess um to round it off like what like what are to finalize it what are your what are your thoughts like do you think people should watch this i definitely do think people should watch it but i don't think they should go into it being like all right time to watch like a movie you know go into it sitting down and being like time to watch a fucking stupid thing for 76 minutes and you know that's it like you know don't go into it expecting you know 
a great movie because while it is like a fun time and stuff, I wouldn't necessarily call it a great movie. I would call it yeah. a fun movie that's very stupid. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Discord call. It's definitely a Discord call movie. It's definitely like a film that is best enjoyed yeah. like like with people around. Preferably oh, with yeah. like 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 alcohol and or other substances. Oh yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. would not have enjoyed it as much as I did if I did not watch it with friends because it's that movie that you kind of need your friends there to sort of riff off of with, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's fun. It's breezy. Say if that's something that you're interested in, you want something fun, breezy, uh, not, doesn't need to take it too seriously. I'd, I'd say check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank oh. you so much for tuning back into horse for horror. I am so sorry. We are also sorry about the really long wait. Um, our plan is we're going to try and do an episode every month. Mm-hmm. I think that's the plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to try and get an episode out every month. Um, we're not going to be doing what we did previously. We're going to stick with a theme like that. We tried doing some other things, and we're not really going to do that. And I think it's just more just going to be talking about how we felt and we're not really going to do a plot by plot synopsis of the movie but what i will do in place of that is like a week or so before the episode comes out i will post what movie we're going to be reviewing on twitter to give you some time to watch it um yourself if you follow us on twitter follow us on twitter at whores for horror um whores the number four horror on twitter.com and uh yeah just give you some time to watch it and then you can watch listen to it along with us or if you don't watch it you can listen and determine whether or not that's gonna be a movie you want to watch or not yeah 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 in the meantime once again you can find us on twitter at horrors uh horse for horror horrors the number four horror and if you want to find us on on the socials you can find me at midwestrogen with an underscore on twitter or just midwestrogen on twitch where i stream every now and then i've I've been going through dead space on stream which is a ton of fun if you want to check that out and you can find me at on twitter at tabaxi with two eyes and an underscore uh and nowhere else Uh, (laughs) i'm never i'm I'm nowhere nowhere else (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you can find me on Twitter at um, Will underscore Panics with a Z. Um, and that's all I have. Smile. Smile. <laughs> Smile. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be back again in like a month crossing my fingers with another movie. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. I have an idea of what I kind of want to do, but I don't know. I'll talk it over with the crew. And yeah, again, like follow us on Twitter to know what the movie is ahead of time. Um, other than that, you've been uh, listening to Horse for Horror. Um, have a, uh, have a, have a gay-tastic day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>